You could stand at half cut and rep better than these guys. Oh, smart down, and it's called for another foul. We are back with another episode of From the Raptors. Sam and I are here recording on Saturday, November 27th. Uh, after a two-game losing streak by the Celtics, lost to the Nets, and then lost to the Spurs after they decided to give us hope after what was a terrible first quarter. It was That was upsetting. <laughs> it's not a fun one to Well, you shouldn't lose to the Spurs. The Spurs are bad. They'd lost six in a row. We talked about all of it before the, uh, the game yesterday and pregame. Jack, I told you, Keldon Johnson was going to have the uh, tremendous game, double double. I that mean, dunk you was crazy. like you can hate him, but that dunk was insane. It do- oh, I don't care about the dunk. I just it's ridiculous. <laughs> these guys play so well against the Celtics. The the biggest problem I have is listen, they are consistently terrible in the first quarter. Fine, you fight all the yep. way back, and you're up seven with like three minutes left in. Give up a 15 nothing run to close the game to the Spurs? Well, it's because and they got okay looks. They just started playing like they played in the first quarter again. They they play they switched the way they played. Like the first quarter, uh Udoka talked about it, and I'll bring up the quotes in, in a few minutes. They played a certain brand of basketball in the first quarter. It didn't work. They changed it from the second quarter to, you know, halfway through the fourth. And then when the Spurs started to, you know, get some momentum again, they reverted back to the offense they played in the first quarter. It makes no sense. It, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. It's just. I, I didn't even uh, think they were that bad offensively. They got to the rim a lot in the first quarter. It just kept rolling off, which was crazy. Like, they were 4 of 17 in the paint. It's not like they weren't. It, I, I'd rather have them miss a bunch at the rim, as frustrating as it is to watch, than just keep chucking threes, you know? That's the biggest problem, and they missed a couple layups down the stretch. But seriously, if they could get a damn stop, it would be fantastic. This team hates getting rebounds to end defensive possessions. I think having, I mean, not that it's any excuse. Robert Williams being out definitely hurts that, but there's like, there's no reason for them to not be getting those boards. It's just, this is my thing as of late. There is so little room for error on the defensive end because of how terrible the offense is. The offense is horrendous, right? They can't get anything to go on that end. And even like you said, when they are getting good shots, it's not that the offense isn't working well. It's just they, they're not good at it. They're not good at making shots, which is weird because they're NBA players. And so there's such little room for defensive error, which you saw like in the first quarter, obviously, like it wasn't like they were playing terrible defense. Spurs were making some tough shots, but they weren't playing like the defense that we know they can play. And so then when they went on the offensive end and just missed everything, it looked that much worse. They were down by 24 at one point. It was like 9 to 26 in the first quarter, and then they went down even more. It's because they play good defense, but if it even slips up for one second, then it's just, you know, emphasized even more by how terrible the offense looks, which is frustrating. It's it's enraging to watch. Yeah, it was even more frustrating because, one, they get down in the first quarter every single game, and I keep forgetting to – bet against them in the first quarter because I need to start doing that, make money. So they get down 24, and I say to myself, oh, you know, like they're plus 250. I'm going to bet it. I bet a sizable amount for me, which isn't a sizable amount for someone else, but compared to what I usually play, I bet a sizable amount for them to win. 
been a sizable amount for them to lose by seven and a half or less. So, of course, they get up seven. I'm thinking I made some money. They blow it. But all right, like they still aren't going to lose by eight. They fouled a guy with five seconds left. Dude misses the second free throw. They get it back. And then they foul him again and they lose by eight. Celtics hate you. They hate you. <laughs> I mean, you, you can't make this shit up. Keldon Johnson, double-double for him. I told you pregame. I said, this is the guy. This is the one tonight that's going to kill him. Yeah, I mean, I've got no excuses for him anymore. Like, it's just the offense is terrible. That's the main thing for me. Like, if the offense is like, going like to be that said, bad. Does it hurt to not have Robert Williams? Yes. Yeah. But it doesn't matter. You're playing one of the worst teams in the league. They've lost six in a row. They're a bad team. Stop losing to these teams. Losing to the Nets was all right. That was one yeah. you get a pass for. That's a good team. Everybody had an off night. It wasn't, and you fought back at the end. It's not one of those games where you looked like you weren't trying. It was just shots weren't falling and it happens. Saturday night mm -hmm. against the Spurs, no, or Friday night, sorry. No excuse. Bad team. You yeah. blow up a lead and the end of the game, 15 nothing. you let them score you. I would score you at the end of the game in three minutes. Are you serious? To the Spurs? Yeah, I mean, it was terrible. I've got no, like I said, I have no excuses. Usually, you know me, I'm, I'm one to figure something out, like say, oh, this happened, this happened. I've got nothing. That was, that was horrendous. And I don't know if you took a chance to look at uh, Udoka's quotes from after the game. He was pissed. I mean, he was mad. He, he basically, I'll read you the quote. Just can't dig ourselves into that hole. Um, it's habits that we need to break, not trying to go isolation. We got Marcus, Jalen, Jason, and Dennis starting. They need to learn to play together, not just try to get baskets for themselves. He also touched on the fact he was like, everyone's trying to get themselves in a rhythm instead of playing as a team, uh, all, all that sort of stuff. And it's true. I mean, in I, I see people on Twitter. This pisses me off, too. People on Twitter saying, well, he's the coach. Tell him to. He's not playing. Like, there's only so much you Udoka yeah, can do. It's ridiculous. I don't know what people want out of him. I mean, if there's one thing that I would like to see him do, it's just say, hey, no more threes for the rest of the game. <laughs> I'm not even joking. If I, I wonder how well this team would play if they just didn't shoot threes. He talked about or, it, too. He, he was asked about the threes, and he said, basically, we're not going to not take the looks that come off the um, the penetration and kicks. It's well, the, there are the good looks they get. Threes. But exactly. they, they take a lot of threes at the wrong time. He, did, he he said it's a balance, and I agree with you. I think you can't pass up those threes. And, and this was after the Nets game. He talked about it. And I think the biggest thing in the Nets game, and you can even say this game too, they're getting good looks. They're just missing because they don't have shooters. They don't have guys who can make those spot-up shots outside of Grant Williams, who looked great last night again. It's just it's it's frustrating that they don't have the personnel. when The, off the offense looks fine at times but they don't have the personnel to execute it, if that makes sense. But, yeah. yeah, I mean, who knows? Maybe they'll figure something out, bring in people that can shoot or whatever. There's not a lot of wiggle room with your money right now. I don't know. I, I don't really know. The frustrating thing for, I think, everybody that is involved is it's not like this team is bad. Yeah. You know, this is a team that, I mean, we've seen them have good wins. We've seen them compete. We've been pleased with them. They won eight out of 11 before these last two games. We know they can play. What's mm -hmm. going on? Why, why can you not do it every day? Figure it out. 
And it's from the top down. Tatum, to his credit, was horrible to start the game, and he figured it out. So why mm-hmm. can't everybody else figure it out? I don't know. And, and I think, I mean, I, I'm i bringing up quotes because I listened to all the pressers and I wrote about it last night. So I, And I think it, they were good quotes after the game, too, so I want to talk about it. Grant Williams said, let's see, um, we're young, I guess you could say. All these things we've said, the excuses over the past three years, and that excuse, we're trying to be better than that. We're trying to be more than that. And that's our next step is becoming the team where every single night you're going to get their best bet and you have to beat them and they're not beating themselves. Grant Williams presser last night was just chef's kiss. Like it's everything you want to hear from uh, a guy like that. He's uh, and on the contrary, Tatum's presser was horrible. I hated it. I, I know you what probably did he get say? a chance to listen to it. It's not exactly what he said. It's about the way he said it and what he didn't say. Like he's asked all these questions. He asked like, what does it take? He's like, oh, I don't know. I mean, this is like. We just didn't do this well. Shots didn't fall. And like, I'm just like, dude, like, sound like you care. Like, sound like you give a shit about anything that's happening at any point in time. And like, this is another quote. This is the one I picked out. We're not perfect. Obviously, this is a game that you really want, especially if you give yourself a chance like that. It's frustrating. It's tough. You got to take it on the chin. A lot of people look at you, uh, referring to himself, for why certain things happen. Uh, we're going through a bit of adversity right now. I'm fine with being, I guess, the reason, the blame guy. I understand it's a long season, but we're going to figure it out. I'm certain of it. Like, that's a fine quote, but the whole presser was just him going, uh, I feel like we... Adversity, you're playing bounces. the Spurs! <laughs> you're playing the Spurs! Beat them! They're bad! Beat them! <laughs> his, I'm not even whole... mad at him. I thought he was fine yesterday. I didn't really have a problem with it. He figured it out. He adjusted and played better throughout the game. That's what we've been asking the whole year. And he didn't take an astronomical amount of shots. What do you take, 22, 24 shots? He wasn't bad. I don't know. I, mean, I don't even know his, like, who to blame for that. Like Horford was not a, good. It's the team. It's just the team as a whole is not. They have, like, I, I mean, I said it literally two minutes ago. They have the system. They don't have the personnel. Anyone the, would think that that's the issue right now. The one issue I do have, and this is kind of different than what people have been saying, you know, people are pissed that Cantor came out of the game because he was I, – I don't know if he was necessarily playing well, but he when he was on the floor, good things were happening for the team. He looked, I, he looked better than he No, had. he was fine. He was good for him. I wish Grant Williams did not come out of the game. I thought Grant Williams I was agree. playing inspired that basketball yesterday, and he was playing really great with energy, making plays. He blocked a shot down the stretch. Why did he come out? My thing is, we before pregame or during pregame yesterday, we were wrong. We were like, we need to. I think they need to try Dennis in the starting lineup. You know, get some more shot creation. That was just not the right thing to do. Grant Williams needs to be in that starting lineup, and you know what? He might even need to be in the starting lineup when Robert Williams comes back. And that's weird to say, but like I said, you don't have any other shooters on the team. You don't have any other guys that seem to care as much as Grant and Marcus do. Both of those two, I wrote about this, they're a dynamic duo down the stretch. Like, you look at them, they're making the hustle plays, they're inspiring this comeback, and Tatum was fine, like you said. Schroeder was not great. Guys figured it out, but it's because of the hustle plays that Smart and Grant are making. They're the only two people who, on the court, consistently look like they give a shit right now which is so enraging just hearing tatum talk like the way he does and i understand you can be a quiet guy everyone leads different ways but when your team loses to the spurs like you keep saying which is true and you come into this presser like oh i don't know just get a couple more bounces we were this close i'm like that's not what people want to hear dude that's not ah come on show some leadership like god 
Oh, I, I don't have any problem with him not being a leader. Some people just aren't leaders, and that's just what it is. He's just not, and that's fine. Marcus Smart's a leader. Apparently, Grant Williams is a leader, the way he spoke. Clearly. That's fine. Let those guys speak. Tatum doesn't have to say anything. I, I don't know what you're looking for him to say. What, what do you want him to say? Not that. Uh, it's just frustrating. When you're asked, like, what happened? I don't know, a couple more bounces and we win. No, what happened is you're not executing in the first quarter. You're not doing like he he asked straight up that he was asked the question. Yudoka talked about you guys not playing as a team, and he was just like, I don't know, a couple more bounces. We fought the way through, and then someone asked it again because they're like, it, it's weird right now. There's people there and there's people on Zoom, but the people on Zoom can't hear the questions people there are asking, so it's kind of a weird. So then someone on Zoom asked a similar question, and he was just like, I already answered that. And it's just like, dude, like show some sense of like you care well, him like, being what? quiet is probably him being upset that they lost like no he, it was not that kind of quiet his know. whole demeanor was i didn't not, watch it you like, did it i'll send it to you afterwards it's just uh, maybe really it's me i've been harsh on tatum in the past though in fairness so maybe i'm i just i just don't think he was the one that was the problem yesterday and i don't who was though I, you can't maybe it was no, horford horford was just someone that when he was on the floor things didn't go well i i'm and i'm the biggest horford guy just Look at look at what happened when he came back in the game. I don't know if it's defensively. You know, these are not necessarily things I watch. You I know do who was it was probably Schroeder. Schroeder was terrible. <laughs> Schroeder was not good. Yeah, he had an off day yesterday too. But even he was out there when they were playing well. I don't know. I I just think rebounding kind of was an issue yesterday. There was a couple of possessions they weren't able to close out, and it hurt them. I, I kind of agree with what Tatum said. I mean, if they do get a couple more bounces, they win. But you could say that almost every time you lose. But yeah. I don't know. I have a big problem with them losing this game. But yeah, the, no, but I, yeah. <laughs> if you put yourself in their shoes, these guys, this is their job. They play 82 games a year, and this is not sympathy. It's just like it's trying to explain why he might seem like he doesn't care. This is just another game to them. It's not like a playoff game. It's not. And as fans myself included, we all tend to overreact every time things go one way or the other. Wednesday was an outlier for me. I didn't feel anything after they lost that. But yesterday, mm-hmm. you know, I'm pissed, as it's, as we all should it's, be. It's because they came all the way back just to flop in the fourth. And Yudoka uh, said this, too. You can't look at that game and blame the final three minutes realistically. Like, you can blame it to some degree, but the real blame no, has to be— No, you can. That's the, the biggest problem to me. I don't care what I he said. The biggest problem is that— Every time this team is in a close game, I never feel like they're going to win. That's the problem. That's that's an issue as well. I see the and, issue. And you more. can look back this season at all these games they've lost, and it's been close. You know why? Because they can't finish. They can't execute down the stretch, and it's becoming a reoccurring issue. At the same time, though, they wouldn't be in all these fucking close games if they just played in the first quarter. If they just played any sort of it, basketball in the first quarter, it's Which, true. It's like, but. This team just doesn't play yeah. a full 48 minutes, to your point. They just don't do it. So when you're there and when you have a chance to get across the finish line, you need to do it. You need to figure out how you're going to get baskets, how you're going to get stops in these tense situations down the stretch. It's a different game in these last three minutes. That's why even up seven points, I didn't necessarily feel comfortable. I should have. They just came back from 24 down. They've dominated the last two and a half quarters, and all of a sudden they can't play. It's the sad thing is both are true. Like he, they're not playing in the first quarter and they're not finishing games. And that combination has just been absolutely horrendous. This quote, by the way, I'll, I'll read it to you. Um, 
talked about seemed like everyone was trying to get themselves going. Everyone was trying to get going instead of playing team basketball. On the first quarter struggles, he said, I feel like at times we're trying to get ourselves going, not coming ready to play. We shouldn't have to take two, three shots to get us in a rhythm or get us going. Come out and play like we do in the second, third, and fourth quarter from the start. Guys are trying to find a rhythm instead of playing together. Everyone's worried about their game and getting themselves going instead of what's best for the team or playing together. And I I think that's – and you could say that you don't see that as much on the court because there have been times where they're passing well. But in the sense that a lot of the egos on this team feel like they're so worried about putting up the stats and like getting themselves in a rhythm and carrying the team. This sounds like Udoka is saying, all right, let's let's chill out, guys. We got to play as a team. You guys have teammates. You don't need to do it all yourself. And that, we see that all too often with the Celtics. Yeah, I agree. I was listening. I believe it was Mike Gorman talk this week. It was like an old podcast where I just stumbled upon and I was listening to it. He was talking about the 2008 team when they came together and you know, all three of those guys were really responsible their whole careers for having to do everything right. And then they all of a sudden are on the same team and they all realize they can just be the best at one thing. They all found a role. They exactly. all found a role. These guys need to do this on this team. Yeah, you're 23, 24 years old for Tatum and Brown. Look at what Marcus Smart's doing. He's been fantastic these last couple of weeks because he's really Amazing. bought into his role. Grant Williams, yesterday, too. Grant, the as well. Players. Yeah. The, I mean, yesterday, one play in particular I remember is Smart gets the ball kicked to him. He's wide open, and he makes another pass to Brown, who's also wide open. Last year, he takes that shot. These guys need to get in the mindset where winning is all that matters. Yeah. I don't necessarily see a lot of me basketball it doesn't slap me in the face when i'm watching this team but it's certainly there because they're losing these games something is wrong that's the thing i agree with you in that sense because it looks like they are passing but i think it's less about the play itself and more about the attitude if that makes sense like you heard this quote about oh tatum doesn't care unless he's scoring 40 points i don't necessarily know if i believe that but yudoka coming out after the game or udoka sorry i think i pronounced his name wrong this whole time Udoka coming out and saying that after this game makes me feel like maybe it is something like that. Because your head coach isn't just going to come out and say, you know, we're we're playing for ourselves and not as a team if there's nothing behind it. And if we're not seeing it on the court, and there there is some of it on the court, obviously. Celtics have the second highest isolation rate in the NBA, and it's not that close. Like, Brooklyn's number one, but when you have Kevin Durant, you can do that. When Tatum's shooting, I dove into the stats again. He's shooting the second lowest of anyone who takes three isolation attempts a game, and he's taking the second most in the league. Well, like, those Schroeder stats don't contributes well. to the isolations as well. There's a lot of he possessions does too. where he comes up and drives, which are fine possessions. I don't have a problem with that. Yesterday he was off. It's whatever. It happened. You have off games. But the mindset of him going to the basket is absolutely fine. Yesterday they just missed a lot of shots around the rim to start. I didn't. Like, like I keep saying, I just don't think I saw anything that stuck out to me in that first quarter that I was like, what the hell are they doing? Can you can you recall anything that you were like, what what is ha- what is happening other than it just keeps rolling off the rim? It just looks stagnant. And that's such a general thing to say. But the offense just didn't look like it was flowing. There was no like later in the game. It was there. But those extra passes, that off ball movement, that like, you know, stuff we saw against the Thunder and the Lakers, it just wasn't there. It was a lot of, okay, we're getting to the rim. These are okay looks. They're not falling, but they're not like amazing looks. Like they were getting good shots. They weren't getting great shots, if that makes sense to you. You know what I'm saying? Like they, they, they're not waiting that extra second to get the great shot. They're just settling for the good one, and the good ones just weren't falling, which is another issue within itself. I'm just happy they weren't out there chucking. 
because they I think they lost Wednesday. I mean, everybody was off, but it really felt they lost or they lost um, ground in that game. They might have still lost the game, but they really lost any kind of being in the game is because they kept chucking threes. Even when they came all the way back, got it to 12, Mm -hmm. they all of a sudden started chucking threes again. It's a problem. They weren't good threes. No, they weren't. It's hero threes. They need I I've had it with the threes. I just I don't think you need to be shooting threes with this team. You know, you said it, Jack. They don't have the people to shoot them. Stop shooting them. If you have good looks, mm-hmm. fine. I don't have a problem when they're wide open getting, you know, driving and kicking and the guys open. The problem I have is stop trying to force threes when it's not working. Another issue is you have like six guys having their career worst years from threes in the same year, which is just killing you. You know what I'm saying? Like Tatum shooting the career low. Schroeder shooting a career. I, I don't know if Schroeder is. Horford shooting a career low. Brown is shooting like uh, I don't think he's at a career low. Smart's even shooting career low, which for him is terrible. He's having an off year. It's just you have all these guys who have been able to make threes in the past that aren't doing it this year at the same time in the same year, which is enraging. Right. Tatum's taken, I don't know how many threes a game right now, seven, eight threes a game right now, which is a lot. And the issue with Tatum, the issue with Tatum, the issue with Tatum is I'd be fine if he's taking eight threes in the game if there were eight good threes. Half of them, at least, are isolation, step back, you know, let me try to get in a rhythm, get a feel for the game threes. And when you're that's four possessions gone, that's 12 points down the drain. That's that's not okay. And when if if you're shooting 40 percent from three, you can do that. When you're shooting 32% from three, you just can't. I don't care if you're Jason Tatum. You can't take those shots. And Brown has looked rough in the last couple games, too. I'm not going to let him slide. Obviously, he's coming back from injury, but he's trying to get himself in a rhythm too much, too. And he, he like the whole team just needs to take a second, play as a team, and play the way they were when Brown re- was out. They're trying too much to revert back to the Brown and Tatum show now that Brown is back instead of playing the solid offense they did while he was out. Do you, do you know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? I don't know. It, it's just it's ugly to watch. What you just said, you know, they played well in those 11 games. Brown out for the majority of them. Yeah. Does that open the door for them potentially trading Jalen Brown for somebody else? Because I, like, I, I, I also like think it, it, I does. Think it does. I, I mean, listen, if it's going to help them win, then I'm fine with it. I, I thought they really figured out how to play as a team. I think having them helps for sure. It's really nice. Having at least one of those guys on the floor at all times, the problem's been they've been playing Brown strange rotations because they're trying to ease him back from injuries. So I still think two games is too much to overreact to in terms of that. You know, you need you need to wait another two, three weeks before you even start talking about that. And even then, it's ridiculous. I, I don't know. I, it's it's getting to the point even... where these two guys have had a lot of success early in terms of playoff runs, and they're trending in the wrong direction. The issue is with that argument, I've come to realize, because I've made the argument plenty of times, None, neither of them have had this level of success or that level of success with the roles they're currently being asked to play, if that makes sense to you. Like, obviously, they've made the conference finals a bunch of times, and you could argue, oh, that year in the bubble, they were both the two stars. But Brown wasn't playing at the level he was last year. You know, years prior, their rookie year, you yeah, okay, Tatum and Brown were the two guys in that run. But yeah, Terry Rozier there too, who was kind of over Brown. Like Tatum was playing the best on the team, but he wasn't supposed to be, if that makes sense. Now you level the expectations there. And I mean, as much as it sucks to say, 
you put the egos on their head that they are the best players on the team and you're seeing the results right now. Right. And again, it's 20 games into the season. It's it, maybe it's a little too early to panic, but 10 and 10 is not where you want it to be at this point. But by my standards, does that make them bad then? That that's a question we have to discuss because how many guys have I told you are bad because their team's not good and, and they're supposed to be the guy and their team's no good. And I think it's a fair question, not saying that they're bad overall, but do you need to find somebody else? I mean, we're, we're 20 games in the season and, and I'm freaking out over here, hitting the panic button. Ta- we're all talking I'll, about this. I'll reiterate this too, before, just not to cut you off. They're 10 and 10. And the East is so even they're two games out of the six seed. It's not it's not like the season's dead. They're they're right there. Like the whole East is so even. They're just not at the you're not getting the level of consistency that you'd want to see from a team with as much talent on it right now. And if we're talking, you know, a trade, I don't think you have to immediately look to just Jalen Brown. Like I don't think they'd ever trade Tatum over Brown. But I think a lot if you ask a lot of people around, you know, Celtics fandom, obviously, who not all of them have the best head on their shoulders. A lot of people would right now tell you they'd rather see Tatum get traded than Brown. A lot of people. Okay, but what what you were saying there, they're 10th in the East. I don't give a shit what place they are in the East. They could be first in the East for all I fucking care. If if they're, you know, like if it's like, you know, by a game or something, obviously, if they're first in the East, they're not going to be playing this inconsistently. It's more about where they are as a team compared to where they should be and why aren't they there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't care if they're third in the East right now. They're still not consistent enough to make any kind of run at a championship. And maybe that's not what you're going for this year. Maybe next year's your year. I don't know. The problem is you have no consistency. You can't finish games. And how are you going to win a playoff series if you can't win a close game? They're not. I don't think they would win a playoff series right now. They, this team I, I, should I be able to, though. That's the problem. I, I agree with you. No, yeah, yeah. I understand what you're saying. There, then That's definitely true as well. My point was just, there. I don't think there's a reason to make any drastic moves just yet when you can still have a chance in the Eastern Conference, if that makes oh, sense. Oh, I don't mean right I, now. I just, yeah, yeah. I, don't mean right I know. I, I was just making the point for the general talk. Um. Did write, <laughs> I was writing an article about three deer and fox trades to get him out of Sacramento. And the third one I did end up landing on a Jalen Brown one just because I couldn't think of any more ideas. I, I don't think you'd love the trade as a whole, but I actually have talked myself a little bit into not hating it. I don't know. I, I just have to say. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to talk any about interest? blockbuster trades. No, no interest at all. Um, I don't know. I, I'm sick of this team being underachieving. I don't think they're going to do anything till the off season. If it's going to be drastic, if they're going to do something in the middle of the season, it's just going to be trying to see if they can't get some better pieces to fit around these guys. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I'm still going to tell you the trade regardless. So, uh, <laughs> you don't have to be interested. The trade was Jalen Brown, Josh Richardson, Peyton Pritchard, and Fonchero Gomez for De'Aaron Fox and Buddy Heald. See, that's not as bad. You didn't say Heald was coming in the trade, too. Yeah. See, that, that's like so. a bit more fair. I don't mm-hmm. know if I would do it right I, see, now. You but, see what I mean, though? But it makes you think. It makes you think. 
Yeah, I mean, if they Sacramento would do that, I don't know. I mean, they they don't know what they're doing out there. It's crazy. That's what I'm saying. They need something to change. I mean, hey, shout out to them. They beat the Lakers last night. Not that that's an accomplishment anymore, but I just like seeing the Lakers lose. It's it's entertaining to me. Uh, the biggest thing for me is, and I have this written, there's no shooters. There's just no shooters on the team outside of Grant Williams, which if you if you came into the season telling me Grant Williams is going to be the only consistent shooter on the Celtics, even I Romeo's as Grant not Williams bad either. Laughed. He's in the yeah, 40s. but he's not getting as much. He's not getting as much playing time, right? He's Which, not. You could but argue when he's he needs been to taking more, his three, he's he's been pretty reliable. Yeah, no, no, he's consistent. He's consistent, but I, I think you need more, right? You need guys who are established shooters, if that makes sense, right? Like Buddy Heald's the perfect example. I don't think you could get him realistically without trading in a deal like that, like a big time deal, because what you you talk about Marcus. Martin Josh, Buddy Heald to make contracts work, and I hate that. You can't trade Marcus this time with the plan shooters because I think you do need to add shoot, excuse me, shooters at the deadline. And if you don't do it, then you have to add it moving forward because something about this team composition just is not working right now. No, and it, I'm so sick of trying to figure out what it is. <laughs> I mean, that's all we're doing. We we have nice two, three-week break there where they were playing well and we could enjoy it. And now, I mean, sure, you could say we're overreacting to two games or one game, depending on how you look at it. It's probably one if you ask me, but it's ridiculous that this is still happening. Figure it out. It's not my job to figure it out. I mean, me, no. for me, it's just the shooting thing. I just don't think they have the pieces to run the offense that Udoga is running, and that's not necessarily Udoka's fault because the offense he's running should be working like it's good but they don't have the pieces and may, you could you could make the argument okay then adjust so you're not taking as many threes and they did that to some degree last night right they weren't taking as many threes last night and they still fell flat because they couldn't make the shots at the rim so they just don't have the personnel and it's sad to say they don't have the personnel to make shots they're an NBA team everyone should be able to make shots but they're not doing that it's, it's I don't know. ridiculous. Yeah, I guess you just have to hope they figure it out. They, like, they figure out how to shoot all of a sudden. Like you said, all these guys are averaging like career lows for threes or percentage-wise. Grant Williams like, said at the end of the game. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I've got – I don't have that much more even to talk about right now other than, I mean, we can talk about DeJounte Murray, how he picked apart the Celtics. <laughs> like, I don't want to talk about that, though. Frustrating. Yeah, I mean uh. – he had a quiet game for most of it. Then he like really realized how much he was impacting it. But yeah, well, you just have to be better. Figure it out. It's not my job to figure it out. I'd, exactly. I'd love to see a two week stretch with the team. So we can get a gauge on it. That's, you know, a, a dream. I don't think it'll happen because they just can't get their injuries straight. But injury staff, you know, playing, you have to imagine know, operation back there. <laughs> you'd have to imagine having. Rob Williams and Josh Richardson would help a little bit last night, but in general, I mean, you have Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, you should be in all the games, especially against a team like the Spurs, like you kept saying. But, um, yeah, this is a relatively short show, but I've got nothing else to say on the matter if you're all no, set. No. We'll do another one in a couple of days when they have a two-day break, but uh, yes. yeah. anything else you got? No, no, I'm done. Had it. I didn't even <laughs> want to talk about the Celtics Alrighty. today, but, you know, Jack and I care so much for the listeners. Uh, <laughs> we we came out here like we were very brave of course but uh yeah. yeah thank you guys so much for tuning in we appreciate you guys
Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at JacksonMoneNBA. Uh, and yeah, Sam, I'll just I'll let you wrap it up. Yeah, thank you for my, very much, Jesus, uh, for listening or watching. If you're watching, like, share, subscribe on YouTube. Uh, if you're listening, follow us on Spotify or Apple. Uh, you can follow Jack at Jack Simone NBA. You can follow Bannertown at Bannertown USA. You can follow me at Sam LaFrance NBA. That's our show for today. Bye.